This Kansas City Chiefs team was built to repeat, and I'm going to tell you why today. Unlocked on Chiefs. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, friends and neighbors. We are brought to you today by Game Time, which it almost is. So get in there, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use our code LOCKDOWN for $20 off of your first purchase. This is it. This is our preview for Super Bowl 58. It's been a long time coming, and this team has been set up for this in a number of ways that we're going to cover how they got here, what are the matchups they have to have, the keys to victory, and we're going to give you our predictions all today here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. That means your team every day for free on every single platform out there known to man, except for maybe the inside of a sphere in Las Vegas. I don't know. We'll work on that. Uh, You can like and sub. And hit the bell here on YouTube. You can sign up on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, anywhere. You can get audio. You can get us for free five days a week, year-round, and a few extra bonus episodes. Like, maybe something I'll hit you before the actual kickoff of Super Bowl 58. We'll see what happens. Lots to cover today, and it's all building up to this confrontation with the San Francisco 49ers. He's Chris Clark. He's the guy that knows the quarterback stats in and out, the capology, everything you need to know. He's been covering this team for over nine years with and without me. And you can find him over at CaseyChiefsCorner.com. And I am Ryan Tracy, uh, ex-coach, ex-front office wannabe, uh, draft aficionado. And uh, I run RGR Football, NFL33.com for all of your team building needs, as well as Rogue Analytics, the home of the athletic matrix, which will become very, very important here in a couple of weeks and was important for this team. We're going to start today. I feel this team was built to repeat, and it doesn't specifically have to do with a position group, but all position groups, and it brings in a couple of different things. In particular, the depth that you have to have, the speed that you have to have, and it all revolves around QB1, Patrick Mahomes, and setting him up for success, including two tackles this particular year. There are differences from last season. Absolutely, there are every single year. But this team was built to do this, and now it's like they're finally going to flip the final switch and have both barrels pointed in the right direction. I can't be more excited for this. Do you see anything that says that they had to make it up as they went along or that this team was not set up to do exactly what they've done? (laughs) I think that you could argue that the way that it's played out during the season, you question whether or not this team was set up to go back-to-back, mainly just because they struggled so much. Five losses in eight games i mean that's going to be very hard to think that you're going to get back to the super bowl but you're here at this point so it doesn't matter how you play in the regular season this is a january and february team and that is the big key uh and i do have to do a quick shout out this is super bowl 58 458 24 years ago today lost him and that is something they actually talked about today a little bit uh jerry thomas was amazing this is going to be a great game i cannot wait patrick mahomes is set up for this. Uh, his receiving core is a little bit changed, but there was a little bit of an update uh, injury-wise with Rasheed Rice going limited today in practice. So um, something to think about there, but I do think I agree with you. I think they're built for Mahomes to repeat this, especially considering he changed the way he played in the back half of the season and in the in specifically in the playoffs. He changed to do what the team needed him to do, which is what yeah. you want from your leaders. And you hit the the nail on the head, and probably the biggest thing is this team is here 
to play in December and January. And that's that's what I'm getting at is they went into the season with seven wide receivers, right? Because they knew they had depth and they needed depth because they didn't have a number one. So they built this team to do that, to go through attrition, to figure out who was going to contribute and to find out who they were going to go to this game with. They did the same thing at offensive tackle. They signed Juwan Taylor in the offseason. They brought in Donovan Smith, kind of last minute, almost like, oh, yeah, we should probably do this. But again, veteran depth because you got to protect the edges for Patrick Mahomes and let the youth come up in Juanita Morris in particular. But you know you had Nick Allegretti, a guy who who's going to start this game, and they, they couldn't have seen that coming uh, 100%, right. but you know he's done it in the past. So you have the depth. You have the experience depth in, in particular. And you have all this speed on defense in Sneed and McDuffie. I, not that he's a burner, but he's got speed that, that can make the difference. You brought in Shamari Connor. Mike Edwards was a nice addition. There, there's several defensive additions well, that were kind of last second here, but that's all built it, around those two things. Yeah, it is. And I actually wrote an article about that specifically, the five things that the that Brett Beach did on defense that got them to where they are right now. It's the re-signing of Chris Jones to the deal that they got him to. We can say whatever we want about not being there for the first game, whatever. It's in the past. doesn't really matter. But they got him back for this season. Then you go out and sign a guy like Drew Tranquil and – Mike Edwards for three million dollars a piece. That is cheap. That is extremely cheap. And you get Charles Aminicue for eight million dollars a year uh, for you know two years. That is cheap for an edge rusher. And then you draft a guy in Shamari Connor who's been able to step in and play multiple different roles. It's yeah. all been fantastic job by Veach on the back end, adding to this team how he needed to, and they, he put him in the position to be here. And the franchise that the, the, the series that the, the Chiefs um, media group actually puts out every couple of weeks, they did a very good job of illustrating Brian Cook and his contribution as well. Still, like in the mix and, and texting the guys before the Ravens game, uh, all these things that are, are depth upon depth upon depth. And that's the thing is that if you're not going to be elite at every position because you can't be because of Mahomes and Kels and Chris Jones, you have to have the depth so you can go through some injuries some learning curves, all kinds of things. You got to build the 53 so you have all 53. And honestly, in this roster's case, just last week, you had Mike Pinnell play snaps that were meaningful, and he had Deion Bush make yep. the play of the game, possibly. Guys that have been on the practice squad. So it's 53. It's really the 69 that includes everybody that practices on any given day. Yeah, and all the guys that have been on injured reserve this year. I mean, this entire roster has been – set up to get them back to where they are. And I think the thing, and I, I know we want to talk about the Super Bowl, but I, I do want to say this really quick. I think the thing that really is encouraging here is regardless of where they go in this game, and you know we've already talked about it on the crossover, how we think they're going to do, they're set up in a scenario where I think they're going to start getting free agents that want to come to Kansas City just because they know Kansas City is going to be in the Super Bowl probably more than likely from the AFC, regardless of who they play regardless of who they have to go through. That's important, and that could lead to even more of a dynasty down the road. Obviously, we got to get to this game and talk about the 49ers, but it is something that they've already set up and playing with Patrick Mahomes and seeing what they're able to do going to four Super Bowls in five years. That's not really heard of in today's NFL, so uh, I, I do think that there are going to be players that want to come here just to have a chance. Yeah. Uh, to have a chance to win another championship – to have a chance to get in this game, you don't always know how that's going to come around. You don't know when you're a rookie. You don't know if you're a free agent. 
Obviously, there's some updates today. Rasheed Rice, we're going to talk about that and the matchups they have to have on the backside of this here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of quarter one, 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of the 3% match. Must keep the Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial, member SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer. And then I want to tell you about our friends over at GameTime. You are sitting there at in Las Vegas. What would you do with an extra $100? GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code Vegas 100. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. See the view from your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off at the big a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code Vegas100. That's V E G A S 100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Here on the Lockdown Podcast, now we try to give you every team every single day, and we are great at it. Now, we've even gone a step farther, get into what is the newest offering from the Lockdown Podcast Network, and that is the 24-7 streaming channel here on YouTube. You can even get it on Amazon Fire. Check that out. It's Lockdown Sports Today. It covers everything 24-7 all the time. You'll see our faces on there. You'll hear from a lot of different shows, and it is a great channel to get on right now as we get ready for the Super Bowl. And the matchups portion of this show, it could go on for 17 days because that's how many matchups there are <laughs> in this particular game. Yep. Now, a couple of updates. You mentioned Rasheed Rice in the first segment um, was limited. So was Clyde Edwards-Alaire today. And so was Jarek McKinnon, as we expect. Uh, the activation back from IR is, is uh, not a guarantee that you're going to play. Joe Tooney did not participate today. That pretty much seals the deal. If if there was a chance for him to get back and get some power back, it's over. Joe Tooney's not going to play in this. Nick Algrady will be the starter and the guy that plays, and they'll bring in Wani Morris if they need a sixth lineman. Let's knock on wood that they don't. But that offensive line matchup is the top one for me because you got to play as a five against this defensive front of the San Francisco 49ers because all in all, whether you're running the ball or you're protecting Patrick, it all starts in what has been a lot of games – this tail half of the season, it all starts up front, and that is the key matchup of the day for me. 
No, it's a huge matchup, and I'm really kind of surprised you said you hope that they don't need a sixth offensive lineman. I would have figured that you would want them to have a sixth offensive lineman on the field. Need, not want. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough, just wanted to clarify. Uh, no, you look at it, and it's a fantastic matchup. I mean, they have a great defensive line, but the big thing is it's a bunch of names, and I'm not saying that they're not good players. is obviously a great player. Chase Young hasn't been great for them, so it's a question whether or not he's going to be good this game i mean you would hope it's the super bowl he would be going all out but he hasn't been a great addition so far at this point uh and you know you have the other guys in the middle which obviously are going to create issues but you have to feel great about where you are in kansas city with the three guys that are going to be starting yeah you would love to have joe tooney out there don't get me wrong but alec Grady showed he can play and he went up against guys that i think are actually better uh, then you know who they're going to go be, be going up against in the interior with Hargrave and, and uh, their other DT. So I, I do think that they'll be good in that regard. When I start looking at matchups, I'm really curious just to see what they do. And, and this was kind of talked about yesterday on the crossover, which if you haven't, go check that out. Uh, did a crossover with the 49ers guys. A lot of information there about each team. Oh, yeah. But I do think, you know, you look at what Travis Kelsey has done. That's obviously got to be the first thing that the 49ers try to stop is what are you going to do with Travis Kelsey? But everybody's been trying that all season, and it hasn't really worked, especially since he's had that time off and he seems to have recovered. And now he's got another week where he's basically been off. And rest is his friend at his age and at this point. And he's talked about that on his show uh, multiple times about just feeling about the, the rundown that this season in particular, and I think it all stems back to that week one injury. It's clearly a matchup the Chiefs have to have. The Niners know that it's going to be interesting back and forth. And I think the reverse is just as relevant because as we talked about yesterday uh, with Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker, um, they wanted to highlight the the, the difference and the, the opposition between Kyle Shanahan and Steve Spagnuolo. Yep. That's all well and good. But it's not Kyle Shanahan that has to dissect and actually react to what Steve Spagnuolo does. It comes down to attacking Brock Purdy in a way that he's not ready for. He's seen some of the, the nifty little tricks, right? He's seen that rotation that the safeties will do and coming down, backing back out, getting single high versus a split look. That's number one thing for Brock Purdy is to understand where the safeties are. He's going to have to read top down unless they're going to try to really shorten his field of view. If they're going to take the tack that we're going to get it out to the screens. We're going to hit the tight end over the middle. We're going to try to hit the slants and the quick hitters to both Samuel and Ayuk. And I do think Ayuk is more of a, a guy in this game plan than, than we normally would expect, given that he's likely to see LeJerry Sneed all day. But unless they're willing to draw down into like the 10-yard line and shorter area, he's got to know where those safeties are at all time. And so it is about Steve Spagnuolo moving things around, distracting the rookie and giving him something he has to think about, even for a split second, because that's how Chris Jones gets home. And that's how George Karloftis makes contact with the quarterback. And that's what I'm looking for. Well, and it's crazy because I understand why you say that he has to know where the safeties are, but I almost think he has to know where the linebackers are. And it's even more important than the safeties, mainly because of the way that Spags has been using the linebackers in the past couple of weeks. It's one of those situations where he has been attacking. He's putting Bolton or Tranquil or Gay or Chanel in the A-gaps at times, and the QB doesn't know what's going to, you know, are they coming or are they not? And that changes protection, and protection is going to affect where he's going to be going with the ball. So, and the other thing that you have to look at when it comes to Kansas City is they use three safety sets so much. Who is really playing a safety-type position? I mean, yeah, you have the robber role 
and you can argue that that's a safety type position. But what I'm saying is, who are the two deep guys? Who are supposed to be your two deep guys? Where are they lining up? And are they lining up to where you actually know they're going to be, you know, the safeties in that play? That's something that he has moved around a lot as well. You know, you talk about those single high versus the double. I mean, it's what he's been doing all playoff long, and I guarantee you he's going to have something in store for Rock Purdy. It's going to be a fantastic matchup to watch and see how that changes things. Then you look at, you know, we talked about Snead. We talked about him going up against Ayuk or Debo yesterday a little bit. And I agree. I think that that's going to be a lot of fun to watch as well. But what what's McDuffie going to do? And I, I mentioned this yesterday, and, and this is where I think it's going to be really fascinating, is do the Niners try to do what they always do? Because in my mind, it plays into the Chiefs' hands when you're talking about being able to get after Purdy with guys like McDuffie and Snead. And if they're going to do reduce, if they're going to be, you know, condensed, that's going to play right into their hands. So good luck with that. (laughs) I I feel pretty confident with the way those two like to blitz and and the way that they have coverage over the top to protect it. Yeah. I I think the Niners may feel that they have a slight change of direction advantage with Debo if he's healthy, fully healthy on Trent McDuffie. And so maybe by drawing them in condensed splits, allow you the outside go a little bit more, but you're absolutely right. Trent's ready for that. You you said, what's Trent going to do? And I'm going to tell you, he's going to attack the quarterback on blitzes. He's going to come downhill and hit you for tackles for loss. And he's yeah. not going to let you break this game open. I don't care if you're Debo. I don't care if you're Juwan Jennings. He's going to do what he does to limit everything in front of him. Will he give up a play or two? Absolutely. But that area down the hashes, I think, is going to be key, not just for Debo Samuel, but in particular, the guy that we don't talk enough about is George Kittle. And there will be times where he's going to have to drop into a zone and be able to go attack the ball in the air, probably heading for George Kittle, because as good as he has, no one this week talks about him anywhere. And I think that might be the hidden matchup that they're going to have to see. But that's just part of it. There's keys to this game that we're going to have to hit, and we're going to run through them all on the backside of this because it's not just what the matchup is. It's what you do with it and how you perform. Performance is the key Overall, we'll have that in predictions on the backside of this here on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you're the kind of driver that likes to push things a little bit further, maybe outside uh, the envelope or take an adventure and find out what's around the corner, our friends at Nissan have a lineup for you of SUVs that they have capabilities to make your adventure go to the next level. And they Nissan Rogue, it's it's perfect for city drives and, and those escapes that you want to get out of the city. It's got class exclusive uh, Google built in, always updating your assistant on call for almost anything. And gone are the days of connecting your phone with Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store. It's built right in. You step in there, super simple on a 12.3, 12.3 HD touchscreen uh, infotainment system. That's in the Rogue in the 2024. It's the perfect midsize crossover for your adventure. And then if you're like me and you remember the classic days of the Pathfinder, the Pathfinder is back and it's new and it's got room for eight people. It's enormous. The expansive car capacity that goes with it and the advanced availability of the four by four capability is what you're looking for. And it takes you back to those years, uh, 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds towing right there in the Pathfinder. When adventure calls, the Pathfinder is ready to answer for you. So take the Rogue and the Pathfinder and go find your next big adventure. Shop at NissanUSA.com. 
And as you're shopping, as you're getting into the action for this big game, you need to get over to Prize Picks. It's America's number one fantasy platform with over 3 million members. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And it's just you against the numbers, not against anybody else. They're going to give you a number. You're going to pick more or less. Super simple. Do you think Patrick Mahomes goes over 275 yards? If you say more than you are in business, you take two players, maybe up to six players, and you put those into an entry, and you're good to go. The big game is right around the corner, and Price Picks makes it the easiest and most exciting way to play every game-changing moment up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn 10 into a thousand. If Patrick Mahomes, even right now, they're going to give you a little extra deal. If Patrick Mahomes throws for one yard, which we all know, unless he stubs his toe pregame, is always going to happen, they're going to give you a win on prize picks right now. You want to get into that. This big game doesn't get any bigger, and they're going to help you get into the action. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use our code locked on NFL for your first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. And don't forget, Patrick throws for a yard or more. On this big game, you win over at Prize Picks. Check it out. Make sure you go to PrizePicks.com/slash locked on NFL. Use our code locked on NFL. It's the easiest way to play the game, and it is the best, my favorite. And I hope that you guys get into the action. Check it out at Prize Picks. You mentioned something right before we went to break, and I just have to say. You talk about Kittle, and I agree it could be a big matchup, but I feel so much better about that matchup this time around than I did the last time because you don't have a guy like Daniel Sorensen chasing after Kittle. The speed is different in the back end. Sorry, I just want to throw that out there. I, yeah. I just think that that's going to be a big deal in and in a big shift from, from the last time they played the Chiefs. Yeah. In the Super and, Bowl, and, anyway. And back to the top of the show, that's what we said, is, is the depths there and the mm -hmm. speeds there. It's, it's different at the linebacker level, and it's different at some of the, the safety level as well. I do feel like the, the corners are in good shape, and they were before. In fact, they're playing one of their old corners from that original Super Bowl <laughs> in, in Traverius Ward. That is one of the keys. Is uh, For me, it, it's got to understand where to attack the Niners' defense, to be patient, take your time, and when the opportunity arrives, Go ahead and go for it, whether it's a shot or it's a long crosser or it's just that outside run that needs to be checked into. It's about understanding what's coming at you, taking advantage of what they give you. Yeah, and the question I have is they brought up on the crossover with Travis Kelsey being maybe covered by Ward. Is that If they do that, I think you still attack and you still – I think you take advantage of it because I do think that Kelsey is too big and too you – know, he's not faster than Ward but he uses his body so well and he controls his body so well. I, th I still think you take advantage. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. There's other guys are going to have to step up. Uh, and, you know, the bigger key for me is, and, and I know this is something that you usually talk about, but I'll say it, they have to run the ball. They have to get to the point where, you know, get you 75 yards. It doesn't have to be a hundred yard game for Pacheco, but if you get 75 yards and he's getting four or five yards of carry, uh running the ball take advantage of that use that to your advantage where the san francisco 49ers down uh, they have a lot of star names on on the defensive line obviously but uh this is a game where you can wear them down and, and get to a point in the fourth quarter where you can really take advantage but the bigger key there for me is is if he is being effective continue giving him the ball don't change what you're doing going into the second half and getting cute trying to try trying to do something different Cute doesn't work in this game. I completely agree with you. And, and that leads towards, if you do that, you naturally are going to have a better chance at accomplishing key number three for me, and that is not giving the ball away. They have to win the turnover ratio. Yeah. And I don't mean a neutral. 
Like one one is doesn't work. Zero zero doesn't work. You need to win the turnover battle to make sure that this team that just learned in the last couple of weeks how to come back on somebody doesn't get the idea that they can do it again. You have to take that away from them. You have to rip it out of their souls and not give them a chance to try to mount a comeback. I understand why you say it. I would almost, I kind of disagree with you to an extent. I think that if they lost it by one, I think we're even neutral. I think that they could still win this game. I do think that they're in a different mindset. They're in a different scenario than they were four or five weeks ago. And it's knowing that they have the ability to do what they've been doing. As long as they don't put the, their defense in a bad hole, I think they'll be fine. Uh, even if they end up losing the negative, the turnover battle by one, uh, but Mahomes hasn't turned the ball over this postseason. He's gotten better in completion percentage. He's gotten better in yards per attempt. I mean, all of that has really changed uh, going into the playoffs this year. So that's something to continue to look at. You know, when you look at my biggest key, and this really is the biggest key for me, is get pressure on Brock Purdy. Like, I don't care how you do it. I don't care if it's sending six at times. And I know that sounds crazy, but at the same time, it's, giving him something he's not going to be ready for. And I know people hate it, but you're going to see Spags drop a defensive end or two into coverage this game, and it's going to happen. It, that's just how he does things. That's how he sends the corners at times. That's how he sends the safeties at times. But as long as they get home on some of those, and it doesn't have to be get home where you get a sack. It could be get home where you get him hit. Get in his head with the, that, and I think you're going to have a much better time winning this game. Yeah. Forced incompletions lead to interceptions. That, that, yep. that is my philosophy. Move him off his spot, hit him as much as you can, make him uncomfortable. And keep your hands up. If you yeah. know you're not getting there, keep your hands up. Or get your hey, hands hey. up when the ball's coming out. Sorry. That's a good point. Uh, this is a game where, where Chris Jones, in the last Super Bowl when they played the Niners, made a big impact with his hands. Huge. Um, I expect to see that again. I expect to see maybe the most – gas that we've ever seen from Chris Jones right now given everything that's coming after this ball game this is this is his ability to put his stamp on it and say I'm the best in the game pay me yeah <laughs> and that's the big key and he's not the only one Mike yeah. Dana is also in a situation where he's a free agent and say what you want about Dana but he's been solid for the Chiefs if he goes and has a big game this could mean a huge payday for him uh there are several guys that are going to be free agents after this year that have that opportunity and this yep. is everything on the line. Yeah, you want to win the Super Bowl, but some of them could be looking at it and saying, if I go play well, I'm going to get paid. Yep. Extra motivation That's, is always a good thing. It is it, across the board. And, and I'm pretty motivated. Uh, I'm motivated to let you predict this game first is what I'm motivated for. <laughs> I'm going to go, and I think I said it yesterday, I think I'm going to go 24-17. I just, I feel like this is a game that Kansas City is going to win. I, I have been comfortable with it since they got to the Super Bowl after watching what they did to the Baltimore Ravens, who I thought was a better team than what the 49ers are. Uh, they only had a week to prepare for the Ravens. They had two weeks to prepare for San Francisco. Spags has two weeks to try to figure out how he wants to attack Purdy. And the offense doesn't have to score 40 points uh, to really have a good feeling about this game. They don't even have to score 30, I don't think. I think the Niners have a great offense, but I don't think that they're going to beat 27 points uh, this year. This in this game, I don't think they're going to get 20 points in this game. Yeah. I do think that the Chiefs are going to take, you know, are going to be attacking from the start like they have in every pre, in every game, and they're locked in on this. I like it when they're locked on to their outcome. So, do you have a score prediction? Final. 
24-17. That's my final. You're staying with it. Okay. I'm, I'm adjusting it. slightly just because I feel like I, I undershot it a bit. Um, I, I, I feel that there will be a few more points scored. I do still feel that Harrison Bucker is going to play a factor. I just don't know if it's going to come down to it. As I said yesterday, in the end, I think that there's going to be probably a busted play for each team that gives them an explosive and, and really kind of boosts a little bit. I think there's going to be a little bit more energy. I think this game is going to be won in the first and the third quarters for the Kansas city chiefs. And I do think they still win, but this is going to be. What? Oh, I'm just waiting for your prediction. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I thought you're trying to stop me there. Come on. No. I, I I'm adjusting slightly. I think in the end, this team pushes down and, and takes a lead in that third quarter. They might have to hold on to keep it, but I do think that they win this game 24-21 in our back-to-back repeat champions. So I'm gonna throw something out there we haven't discussed, but what is your bold prediction for this game? If you had to pick one player doing something specific, what's your bold prediction for this game? No gray scores in this ballgame. That's what I think. Okay. I still think Trent McDuffie gets a pick in this game. Ah, I hope so. Uh, <laughs> that would be great. How awesome that, would that be? Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> We'd love to know your predictions and who you think the standout player of the game is going to be. Leave your comments below if you're not in the live chat. Make sure that you like and sub and hit this video. Become part of of this channel and check out the rest of the lockdown podcast network every day or know what we're talking about we appreciate and love you guys but you also can get on the lockdown sports today that is a 24-hour feed that i think you guys are really going to dig so make sure you check that out and if you want all the little tidbits we're going to try to give you a couple of, of uh, other little things here on the channel before game time but definitely if there's breaking news and if you want the insider look it's at 816-357-8781 that is in our, our insider text line for all you locos. We appreciate you guys, and we want to make sure that we get you the information right when we can, so make sure you get signed up for that. We'll have more content here on this channel and across all of our outlets all weekend long as we get ready for Super Bowl 58. I hope you guys are ready. We certainly are. In- get well prepared. Um, maybe eat a little bit early so that you can enjoy the game You know, from the couch consistently. Have a great one. We appreciate you being with us. This is Locked on Chiefs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network and ready for Super Bowl 58.